Hey, beloved. So for today, I want to read a devotional. I think this is going to speak to the hearts of so many of you um, going through a transition right now. So before we get into it, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this engrafted word. I reduce myself and ask for the presence of your Holy Spirit, that your peace would not only wash over me, but to every listener on this podcast. Lord, refresh them in spirit, in mind, and in body. Remove any distractions that would hinder this word tonight. Allow this to be sown on good ground, that the hearer would become a doer. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, so this devotional is actually from the Holy Bible app. So check this out. As a teenager, David was anointed as the next king of Israel. But instead of ascending the throne in a blaze of glory, he spent years running from Israel's current king, who repeatedly tried to kill him. (laughs) During this time, David laments to God. He has honest conversations about his situation while holding on to the hope that God can and will restore him. David's laments allowed him to express his grief, cry out for justice, and remember God's faithfulness. Focusing on God's faithfulness reminded David of God's character, and knowing God's character helped him hold on to hope. That's why, even in the hardest of situations, David could say, You, God, are my place of refuge. You are what I really want in life. What David may not have known during his years as a fugitive was that this experience was actually training him to become the leader and warrior Israel needed. The setbacks he endured strengthened his character and paved the way for his future purpose. When you find yourself surrounded by opposition, grief can be a gift that helps you make sense of your situation. But grieving isn't the end of your journey. When you place your hope in Jesus, you never grieve in vain because the God who was, who was, is, and is forever the God that saves will be here tomorrow just as he was yesterday. That's why no matter what, when you're facing trials and tribulations, you can hold on to this hope. Jesus can turn your setbacks and sorrows into setups for your good and his glory. He can take your pain and use it for his purposes. He can make a way through your desert seasons. As you continue to draw close to him, you just might discover that your current struggle is training you 
for future purposes he has for you and for those around you. Wow. Okay, so this is just a devotional. We've actually already gone over several of these scriptures. You guys recall the story of David, not David versus Goliath, but (laughs) David and Saul. David was anointed to be king when he was but a child. You know, he was he was a young boy. He was a shepherd boy. He was out in the shepherd's fields. Right. So that's when the prophet Samuel had came and anointed him. But he didn't just go from being the shepherd boy to the king of Israel. Right. He had to endure a long process, man. Just like Jesus. We've seen this in so many stories in the Bible, as well as modern day heroes. Jesus. When the heavens parted and the voice of God came about, and said, this is my child in whom I am well pleased. What do you think happened? Right after that, he was sent to the wilderness. (laughs) 40 days. What? Yeah, there's a process for all of us, right? It's not you immediately get to that stage of glory. You know, Jesus had to go through his own wilderness experience 40 days and 40 nights, you know, without food. He he is an example for all of us. Everything, all of the trials and tribulations of our lives are grooming us for the glory at the conclusion of our story. He didn't just get all power after Father parted the heavens and said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. No, just like David. After David was anointed by the prophet of God, yeah, he went right back into that field and was shoveling dung, I'm sure. (laughs) He didn't just become the king. He had to be refined by adversity. Yeah, he fought Goliath. Yes, he had to run for his very life after Saul, the person who he was serving, decided, hey, I'm jealous of you. I'm envious of you. You are a threat to my kingdom. And now I want to kill you. (laughs) Right? So all his time just trying to survive, man. He was in survival mode, just trying to survive. That is what groomed him to have the characteristics and qualities of a king, of a a well-abled king, not just anyone. David was an awesome king because he faced Goliath-sized monumental trials. So whatever it is you are going through, know that it is building you. 
Know that whatever is giving you resistance, it's strengthening your heart. It's going to end up working out in your favor. Our adversity grooms us for the throne, whatever your throne may be, because we all have one. We all have a rightful inheritance from God, but we have to endure that process. There's a process for each and every one of us. And, you know, what I love about this devotion is when David laments to God, It says he has honest conversations about his situation while holding on to the hope that God can and will restore him. Keep it real with Father, you guys. Keep it so 100 with Father. He already knows what you're going through. He knows what you're feeling. He is closer than your very breath. He dwells and abides within you. So you can't fake the funk with him. When you're going through things, be completely honest. God is an omnipotent counselor, man. He is the ultimate counselor. Often peace will visit us after we release, after we express the grief, the strife, the anger, the frustration that we are suffering due to our current situation. I was listening to a radio broadcast and this lady, you know, she was very, very upset. She was angry. Um, She basically had a miscarriage, her first child. You know, the first time she conceived, she had a miscarriage and she was very angry with God. She was very just upset and she kept trying to hold it all in. And she said she went to sleep and a voice spoke to her and said, tell me everything. She ignored it. She still just had this grief, this pain, this anger. And the next night it came to her again. Tell me. God wants us to be transparent with him. Finally, this lady, she went in her prayer closet, closed the door. She didn't want her husband or anyone to hear, right? And she just let it rip. I'm talking about expressing the truth pertaining to her anguish. She told God how upset she was with him. I am upset that you allowed this loss in my life. I am angry at you. You knew how much this meant to me. And she said, at the end of that two-way dialogue, because she said that she felt the presence of God, even though we don't hear him audibly, he does speak to us from our internal being. She said after she expressed all of her anger, her frustration, her tears, I mean, she just, she was completely transparent with God. 
she said she felt better than she had felt in years because she had never done that before. She let so much tension accumulate from years of stress, anguish, anger, that when this miscarriage happened, it just, you know, it took her over the top. It was too much. She was just in a state of suffering. But when she let that truth out, Father gave her peace. And that's what we need to do. We have to be transparent with him. Call on me and I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble. I will honor you. With long life, I shall satisfy you and show you my salvation. God wants us to keep those lines of communication open. When we release pain, he transfers peace. We have to release the pain so he can endow us with peace. We give him the bad stuff and he gives us the good stuff. So we always have to communicate with the Father. That's why it says pray without ceasing. It's not so, you know, we can just vex our spirits. This is therapy. This is therapeutic. God wants to remove that chip off your shoulder, that pain in your heart. Because he knows that you're going to go through adversity. And while you are going through that, You can't just keep holding on to a ball of accumulating pain and anguish and strife. You can't just keep holding on to it because every day we are fighting principalities. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We are fighting principalities every single day. So no matter what situation you're in, winning is when you call God your friend and you can talk to him about anything. Hey man, this sucks. I don't like this. (laughs) Don't you feel better when you call up a friend and you vent to them, right? Just imagine how much better you would feel if you vented to God, man. The creator of peace of hope, of love, of joy. That's what he gives us in exchange for that transparent dialogue, right? So don't be afraid. Don't feel guilty to lament. Let God hear you. He loves you. And that's what he wants. See, that's the thing. God wants a relationship with us. He wants a relationship more than he wants us to be a people of religion. Yes, it's okay to practice your tradition, but don't forget the creator, man. He's omnipotent, omnipresent, all-powerful, all-knowing, always in control, never leaving or forsaking us. 
So always choose him first. Talk to God. If you can't make sense of your situation, if you are suffering trials and tribulation, just keep talking to the Father and know that just as he was faithful yesterday, he is going to be faithful today and he will tomorrow. This is an infinite attribute of God. He does not change. So we can trust in him even when we can't trust in ourselves. Honey, I can't tell you how many times I can't trust in me. (laughs) I can't trust me to make good decisions 100% of the time. But I can count on God 100% when I involve him, when I welcome him into my situation. So with that said, I hope you guys are encouraged in the Lord today. I know we didn't go over any particular scripture, but I really wanted to read that devotion So with that said, thanks for tuning in. Once again, share the podcast with a friend. We are growing. We are glowing. I love you so very much. May God bless you in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. Stay safe. Ciao.